You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. Well, an interesting thing happened on this day, all about the the warm and fuzzies, right? Yeah, of course, right? National American Teddy Bear Day started, uh, well, it started out kind of slowly, but it was on November 14th in 1902, one Theodore Roosevelt, whose nickname was Teddy. He was the original Teddy. Teddy Roosevelt. He uh, was out hunting, and uh, there was a bear, but the bear was tied up, and so he didn't shoot it. And he said, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm thinking, boy, that's old school, 1902, okay? And it made news because of his sportsmanship. He said, that's non-sportsmanlike to do that. So news of the event spread in a political cartoon. But I think maybe who made it more famous was the Brooklyn candy shop owner who made a stuffed bear and called it the Teddy Bear. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Listener supported the sound of life. I was talking yesterday about my son. Your children grow up, you know, and they go down south and they eat meals and they, and their southern meals and they send you pictures of them and then they got hungry and he went one step further. Bless his heart. He knows how I I feel about well crispy cream donuts. Oh, it's like eating a baby angel. It's his point. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but Tim Harkin said eating a Krispy Kreme was like a baby angel. I kind of like that, you know. So I talk about him all the time, and they got Krispy Kremes where he was. So he goes in, and bless his heart, he's thinking of me. He said, do you have gluten-free? Now, you got to understand, he's talking New York speed, and she's listening South Carolina speed. (laughs) So I think all she heard was free. Apparently... Because he said, I thought something was a little funny. She just reached in the first box and just grabbed me a donut, gave me a donut. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And then he found out from mom that I think they did it for Veterans Day, maybe. They had, Krispy Kreme had free donuts. So she heard the free, oh, sure, you know. But uh, he went ahead and got some donuts anyway, bless his heart. Some Krispy Kreme regular donuts. He said they didn't have gluten-free donuts, but, you know. I mean, he made the effort, and they were in the bottom of his backpack, and they were all squished. But that's okay. He made the effort. Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He'll put a smile on your face no matter what side of the bed you got up on. While we're here, while we're celebrating Christmas coming up, I mean, you know, now I'm talking about the tree came out of Vestal, just west of Binghamton. Thing is 80 feet high. How do you cut and transport a tree 80 feet high? I would imagine very carefully. I would imagine they know what they're doing. You have to wonder the guys that do that every year. I don't know if it's the same company, but you, you think, what do you do the rest of the years? Is like just normal tree cutting and stuff? Must be like nothing, right? Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. So. They got the Rockefeller tree in place, seeing the truck in, that's another thing, you know, in Manhattan, Midtown Manhattan. When they open it all up, it's going to be 43 feet wide, and they will spend the next couple of weeks decorating it. The lighting is on the 29th, so tomorrow's the 15th, so that'll be two weeks, you know. Sounds pretty cool. I talked to a woman one time who said, yeah, I don't know if she's still there or not, but she said, uh, 
I used to have an office where I could watch them working on the tree, decorating, and that would be pretty cool, I think. You know, see the finished product right there. It's interesting how much they play that up. People like me play up the tree so much, and so, you know, you go and finally look at it among the crowds <laughs> in midtown Manhattan, and then you look at it, and it's kind of like, that's it? That's it? So hopefully this year you'll be looking it'll be a little bit bigger. There's always that need to get, you know. My my personal opinion is they you know that tree they put up in the 1930s that was probably like eight feet high and they put some fruit on it and stuff. That'd be pretty cool for me. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He is that morning person. It's probably been a couple of weeks now. I know we've had uh the hope to the hungry and stuff and um, a lot of things going on but i had mentioned about this young woman to say the least who was jewish in poland and ended up in a nazi concentration camp and um, her name was gerda she ended up surviving this 350 mile march death march really there's all kinds of ways that you were going to perish uh, in a concentration camp but she was only one of 120 out of 4,000 women who uh, made it. Uh, she didn't weigh much. Her hair was nearly white. Her clothes tattered and crawling with lice. She hadn't taken a bath in three years. She was 21 years old. And I've heard this. This is really important because uh, a lot of times people who were captive, they heard a quietness. You know, the commotion. It, it was still. It was very still because the soldiers took off because the Allied Army was coming up the road. And they looked out, and on more than some occasions, they saw a vehicle with a white star on it. They knew that was a United States Army vehicle. And they, and maybe it had an American flag, but they always mentioned that white star. And they trepidatiously stepped out, and that's what she did. And she said, here's, now, here's what they all think. They're looking at some young man and thinking, he fought for me. He doesn't know me, and yet he fought for me. And that's what she was thinking. He's the one that saved my life. I'm standing in the doorway of that factory, and I knew I was free, she said. Two men, strange uniforms. She said, uh, I'm Jewish. And she, he, he kind of looked at her a minute, and he said, so am I. He held the door for me. She said, well, he's been holding the door open for me for 50 years. He's my husband. They got married uh, in Paris. They moved to Buffalo, New York. Pretty amazing. She was 97 when she passed. She wrote a book, and that's what some people have been interested in. And I posted the link this time. You got interested. I posted the link on the Sound of Life Facebook page. So it's got it up there. And if you click on that, it gives you a whole bunch of different choices. Uh, you know. Uh, it's called All But My Life by Gerda Weissman Klein. So just thought I'd drop that in there. That was pretty cool. Pretty, pretty powerful story for you this morning. Yeah, man. Wow. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. So uh, he was found at the bottom of a pile in a thrift store in Canada. He's been well-loved in his life, you can tell, and his softness proves it. Based on style, fill, and coloring, my guess, he's from the 1940s, but I honestly have no idea there is no tag. In the 50s, they used rubber faces a lot, but I did find a 50s gunned brand teddy bear that almost matched him identically. He's in very good shape, probably by being at the bottom. Sometimes when you're at the bottom, you come out okay. 
Uh, not all particularly that big and pretty simple. A couple of colors, a couple of round eyes, little button nose, and a round red mouth. Today is National Teddy Bear Day. It's on November 14th because it was the day that Teddy Roosevelt, or should I say Theodore, who was nicknamed Teddy Roosevelt, was out hunting. He was known as a big game hunter, and he did not shoot a bear. He got out because he didn't shoot a bear because the bear was tied up or something, and he didn't think it was sportsmanlike. And he got out, and they did a political cartoon, but I think what really did it was the fact that the Brooklyn candy shop owner made a stuffed bear called Teddy's Bear, and the rest kind of is history. Now, I was thinking we all need something. That, I mean, I just think universal, you can see that. We need something, especially when we're young, you can see the things that we hold on to are pretty simple as we get older. We try to fill that void, if you will, with things. And we've all read and heard testimonies about people who did. I think C.S. Lewis was the one that really probably got a hold of these. We've all got it, that hole inside of us. It was made, since we're made by God, that emptiness was made to be filled by God, right? So if it isn't, then whatever you have in there is going to be empty. It's still going to be empty. And, and so how many testimonies have you heard where people are like, you know, I had all this stuff, I just and it just didn't mean anything. Yeah, no kidding. Your morning dose of encouragement, the Cup of Joe Morning Show on The Sound of Life. Angelica on the hotline. What are you thankful for? Can you tell me? Oh, my God, for years. But, like, I, I love how you guys always have, like, those 30-day challenges. Anybody that gets in my car knows that that's what we're listening to. Really? <laughs> yeah, and my kids all have grown up on it. Um, and, you know, like it says, it's uplifting. Sometimes the songs make you cry, but it's what gets you through the day. And, you know, especially with my line of work, hmm. some music I need to be listening to. Yes. But for years, I've been listening to it for years. There you go. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.